0: Hey, everyone, this is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show
1: on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still go ahead
0: Mike I'll bring the energy
1: for the first half you bring the energy for the second half who decided the last thing I said to you before you started recording was I'd like 10 minutes with the cameras off just to beat the crap out of you. For no are, fault of
0: your own, yeah, by the way. You uh, it's the same to you. I, I wanted to why. I was not happy with you before you got here. I don't have any reason not to be happy, but actually, I feel better now. I feel like now that we're getting this out, it's always cathartic to come back from the National and really talk about our feelings. Um, the national is Catholic. a great thing. Good word. What's not a great thing is going back to work the Monday after the national. This is a mistake, and uh, maybe yes- we rectify. Well, you had yesterday. I off. know, but I feel like I need I need a good 72 hours before I can be ready to do I anything. I think you should have
1: another kid <laughs> just to get you back in the habit of being useful. You are just... Oh, shut up. You are tired. Here's your exact what? quote off air. You're tired today because you slept too much yesterday. I did sleep too much yesterday. Oh I was
0: exhausted. I slept 12 hours straight, and that feels really weird. My brain is all a jumble, but... i shocked you woke up. But... But I'm here and I am
1: ready because we do have a lot to talk about. The National was a about, heck of an event. And we're going to talk the market as it relates to the National too. A bunch of guys don't go to the show, don't care about the show. Yeah. Today, I did think in my head, how does how can we make the show relatable to the entire listenership? I'm that's glad what that we'll you do. thought about that
0: because that's always useful. I find that sometimes we get stuck on these moments of, oh, well, this is the entire world. But really, even though there was 100,000 people and it set records, there's so many more people that weren't there, which I would love to know how many people weren't there that are in the hobby. You think if there's a hundred thousand there, you know what? Cause
1: I always thought there wasn't um, even like, 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 yeah. What a 5% of the people from yeah, the hobby. What is go. that 5%? Yeah,
0: Cause 10, the vast 20? majority
1: of course don't, uh, how many people did you have to apologize to in person for me? <laughs> honest, honest question.
0: No, honest, uh, honest answer. I think I only apologized like sincere apology to two. One being card porn. So you met one so. card porn. I met card porn. I forgot to write down his real name. I was going to totally give
1: the whole layout, but don't, that's fine. Don't. Poly- who is the other person though? Because the other one. Oh, actually-
0: and that was to Scott Rogowski. Who I like, Scott. I love Scott. Scott. Actually I'm not going to lie. Number. you.
1: Scott won me over. I hope he comes on the show now. Scott is the uh, actually. I hope, you know what? I hope he does content on his own and just roasts everything about me. <laughs> and then I hope he comes on the show once we're even. For I- all of you, I like Scott.
0: Loved HQ Trivia the app. He was like the announcer. He was like. The one of the most famous guys in America in 2018. And then the app failed due to a number of reasons. And then he is now fanatics live, like announcer. He's got like a a contract. So you'll see him over there a lot. But anyways, great guy. Um, So I thought I talked to Mike off air. I think what we do, because we're going to talk a lot about the national. And again, to Mike's point, it won't be just about that event, but how it relates to the market. Um, But we're going to do it in phases so that we can. Break this up into content later. So I thought first we do opinions, just right off the bat, initial thoughts. You go, I go, type of thing, okay. and maybe we do a like then dislike.
1: What set the t- Just t- ask what we want to ask, or say like, what you want to say, and I'll go. Tell all right. Your opinion.
0: What did you like about the show?
1: I thought the the pricing was better overall. I uh, actually no, forget that. I don't, I'm not sure. why I asked you what you want to talk about. <laughs> Let me start with this, then I'll give you a like. I have seen and heard a lot of comments already in the Facebook group and Instagram about, oh, typical national. Everything's overpriced. I guess it's like the cool thing to just crap on and complain about everything. Mm -hmm. I thought by and large, this was the I told you and I bought stuff. Every I spent more at this show than any other show ever, like trade value wise, buying, buying super low end, buying high end. I thought this was the most reasonably priced room as a whole that I've ever seen at a national. Yeah. And what's interesting is every time I would make a deal with a person, almost every time, like the big stuff, uh, it would be something along the lines of, yeah, dude, I paid 900 bucks for that card a few months ago or eight months ago. Cool. What's the value? Like, dude, I'll take three, Yeah. It's worth okay. three. but people, so people acknowledged it, but there was a very, at least in, in, uh, most cases, the mindset was, yeah, we're upside down and it doesn't matter. And we, I even traded stories with people I was trading with. Hey, what's the value of this Kobe? Two grand. Uh, one guy even asked me, he's like, what'd you pay for this Kobe? The row zero. I was like, oh, 26. He's like, oh, really? That's good. I was like, no, 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 26,000. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, but it does, it's worth two grand today. I'm willing to move. I think that was the mindset of most people. And it was super easy to identify the tables early that were just worthless. Oh, for My sure. My favorite answer of all time. The guy, I don't even know who the person was. There's a Peyton uh, Brady booklet. It opens up like a, a horizontal booklet. Okay, jerseys on both sides, auto on both sides. It's from I don't know, like 2015, 2013. Somebody got like triple threads. This was the one of one version, granted, but they're all low numbered anyways. And it was just jersey patches, not actual multicolored patches. Okay, the card is maybe worth five thousand bucks. John was with me, happy John. Mm-hmm. I asked the guys like, "What's the price on this?" Because I thought, you know, we're at the national. I think I even made the comment like, even if this dude says six. At the National, I could probably get him down because I like the card. Sure. 40 F- I literally $40. started laughing, <laughs> and he's like, well, it's on consignment. There were a few instances. I asked about another Griffey, an early 90s refractor, yeah. worth about $2,500. The guy quoted me 10 and then told, proceeded to tell me how rare it was. It, that's why it's worth $2,500 because it's rare. Yeah, There were plenty of morons in the room. But overall, I actually thought this was the most reasonably priced like people, we talked to Burns at grand slam dude had moved seven Jordan rookies by Friday morning.
0: I, I need to know when you're saying that too, as far as pricing, were you actually looking it up and comparing it? Like for oh, the most yeah. part, okay. I just anything wanted to, I,
1: anything I ask about, I look up and I'm like, Hey, what is this worth? Okay. Cause that was the same thing
0: with me. And I found that to be what other guys were saying too, is like, Hey, I look this up and actually it came back and bit me in the back, uh, back end. That's a little PG rating there. Um, I talked to Josh over at PC Sports Cards because I was trying to first trade that LeBron card Mm -hmm. to him. So I brought the LeBron that I won from Courtyard at the Mint Collective. And it's last sold for $830. But Card Letter also has this little feature where it's like, hey, this is what the Card Letter value, what we deem it should be worth. And he's like, oh, this says $630. i am like so what i don't care i want eight i want something close to 800 he's like no i you told me to use this app that's what i'm going to base the part pricing off of but it does it does seem like everybody before they did any sale unless they were just an outright no they looked up card pricing right there except for the garbage people which i'll get to on the dislike section but uh yeah i'll let you continue what did you like i'm done that was a that was all you liked is the price. No, no, but I don't
1: want to monopolize this whole
0: thing. No, no, no. Okay. So uh, as far as like the... Our Wi-Fi connection is gone. Is that going to mess up the recording? <laughs> no, no. The, you've mentioned that several times. Anytime you see that, you don't have to worry about it because that's just the TV.
1: Every time I see that, I will worry. Okay. okay what would what'd you like? So
0: uh, the overall, I do think the pricing was not just your opinion because I started asking guys because I wanted this content for the show today. Other than one guy, everyone said the pricing was really good. Actually, uh, two guys said pricing was too high, but they were able to negotiate down. So that was I think some guys just had maybe old stickers on there or whatever where the price was high. But once you started to work with them, they were definitely willing to come off of that price. I saw multiple times where it was like they were coming down a third right off like, hey, what what would you take for this card? And it's like the card says 240 and right off the bat, they're like, "Eh, I'll do like. Hundred and seventy bucks, something like that. That's good. So I was like, it, it does seem like to Mike's point, these guys have gotten the point of hey, market's not coming back to where it was. We're going to really try and get some cash flow in here to make other moves because there are other moves to be made where guys can make some money. I do not appreciate the. Oh, whoa, whoa! This I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I do appreciate. We'll say that that there were so many new booths and companies and sections. However- You're going to
1: spill into my dislike. Don't ruin this. I, I'm not going you to set dislike Set the it. freaking rules. I'm, I,
0: I like that there was so much diversity. How about that? I'll stop right there. Okay. There was a ton of diversity. There was a ton of really cool setups, really big things, really uh, customer interactive things. So there were games at certain booths. There were giveaways. There was all kinds of energy in most sections of the place. Um, and the fact that so many guys came up to us and just wanted to say, hey, they didn't even necessarily want anything at all other than just say how much they appreciate what we do. That was awesome. That was my favorite part. I, I mean, of course, that would probably be most people's favorite part, but it means a lot, especially like the guys who come up with their families. And they're like, I don't really even want a picture with you myself. I just want a picture with you and my kid. Like, I don't know. I think that's really cool. I agree. Yeah, we had a good we had great interaction there as well. Oh, absolutely. More than I think. And I think
1: this happens each year. It's like Let me talk about more. what
0: I hate. This actually, you've just been waiting to get to this. You reminded me. You've done so
1: good. You reminded me because when you said that. So one thing I hated. Yeah. This needs to change too. I I don't know how you do it, but there, I I also would like to know. So uh, the other thing too, if you weren't there, the square footage was almost doubled. They opened up the entire other side of the horseshoe. Basically. I never saw the whole thing. It was so big. I'm okay, by the way. I know a lot of people hate the corporate area. I don't I don't mind the corporate area because they shove it away and it's mm-hmm. in one huge area by itself for the most part. Like yeah. Panini, SGC, there were some corporations, but they're also offering card services. So the stuff that weren't really selling a product at all, but just talking about their product, doing mm-hmm. that, were all basically shoved off in the new area. But those were also cool because there that's
0: where it's, you go to sure. giveaways, free no stuff, all I, that kind of stuff. No problem. Yeah.
1: The, the autograph section, by the way, the signer section was even behind that. So perfect. It's a huge area, but it's by itself. The corporate area by itself, Uh, this will never happen, Mm -hmm. but at some point it would be great if the people running the show next year, and and I'm not saying this to be mean, but there are some guys who set up there literally just to set up some Um, of these old, and and I'm not just picking on the old guys, but man, it it becomes more noticeable every year Mm -hmm. that there's a bunch of guys and they'll tell you, we've set up for 15, 20 years in a row they don't sell anything. There's just a bunch of random crap and they're talking and telling their stories. It really takes away from the show because especially this time, the the attendance was nuts. So the areas that had actual cards for sale, I don't even care that there's so much vintage, right? Like vintage, the other thing though, by the way, going forward, you should solicit the the your dealers. You're a vintage dealer. You go in this section. You're modern. You go here. I would love here. that. That'll never happen, but it would be great. But I don't even care about the vintage guys because I don't care for it. But a ton of guys love vintage. Mm-hmm. But these other guys, they're just they're taking up these massive booths, and they have no intent of doing anything. They're literally there for a good time, which I don't blame them. But at some point, I'm like, man, you probably could have added fifty to a hundred other booths. Well. Like the, remove them, add booths with people who actually wanted, and it would. And another thing, then it takes away from everybody just going to this one area to make transactions.
0: And the reason that's such a big deal for those who aren't there is the because they get too. such Oops. a big booth section. Yeah, like their booths They're are thousands. huge. And they're the ones who are taking up the most space and they have the least amount of people around them. You can tell like yeah. in that back corner where the green carpet was like where Nate Burns was set oh, up, was great. everyone was over there because that was where the newer not- tables right. were. The guys who actually knew how the market was run today, not 20, 30 years ago. Were
1: even, by the way, there were even some vintage guys there, but they were vintage guys with cards that were selling. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't like, like there was one table up front. I don't even know who it was. I spent maybe 10 minutes on Thursday afternoon there, and I went through and literally just started pricing, and I actually had my phone out, my calculator, because I was interested. Was this, er you said, Thursday afternoon. Okay, okay. So, it it was a double booth, by the way. Okay. Massive space. Must have cost three grand. There were just buckets full of gloves, which not even like player gloves, literally just old style baseball gloves. Was this
0: up towards the front? Yep. Yep. I know what you're talking about. They were
1: like 30 or 40 bucks a piece. I went through and I was generous. Let's say there's this many added up. Well, then I looked in the back and they had like, again, just like random pictures and stuff, not autographs, just random, like 10 to 20 bucks a piece. There were a bunch of old newspapers, just this massive display. And if I'm being crazy generous, if these people sold every single thing there, they maybe had $2,500 worth of stuff. They sold nothing by the way. But I'm like, what, why are they... Not, I, again, I'm not just trying to dump on it. Like, it's a family tradition. Sure. But at the same time, can we just give them, like, an 8 by 8 well, Exactly. I, I don't know. Just I, give them a little know.
0: smaller section. Or how about this? Maybe we change up the rules a little bit because we talked about this beforehand. Why do they get the
1: preferential treatment so when they they're do, not selling? So here's the thing. So I did find out this, too, talking to Burns. They do the tier, like tier 1. If you've been setting up this long, you're guaranteed tier 2. Yeah. So next year, about half of the people from tier 3... Which includes by the way, this shows you how insane this tiering system is. Burns was like one of the last people allowed in. That guy does more business than almost Jeez. any sa- honestly, <laughs> I'm curious if he does if anybody does more in volume, singles yeah, and actual, actual sales. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, barely got in. That's crazy. It doesn't and, and, but the flip side too, and because again, I'm not coming on national for this because the flip side is well, yeah, but we're selling space. Whoever wants to buy it can buy it. Yeah. I, that's a reasonable argument too. My thing would just be if you regulated a little more, you could have more quality people and less wasted space, and it really would cut down the congestion. Because, dude, it was it was everywhere you went where there was actual business taking place mm-hmm. was unbelievably busy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it, in, it was nuts.
0: The the corner that we were talking about is a very small portion compared to. Like where the main entrances oh, where all the older bird. guys are that
1: green was was maybe ten percent of the entire floor space everywhere
0: well, and then maybe. That, the section where uh p c sports cards was and a few other guys were that was a good that spot that was too, also actually. a yep. good
1: spot, but i did I talked
0: to five star uh cards over there. he was saying how that is technically the breaker pavilion area, right. and they're not al- he's technically not allowed to sell cards. He actually already got commented on to the point of like being threatened to be kicked out for trying to sell cards over there, which I just, I don't know. I, we're at a card show. If you want to sell a card anywhere, I feel like that shouldn't be a thing, but, but those sections outside of that breaker pavilion were doing well, but back to the point of, you know, some of these older tables, it, you also walk over there and you get more of a sense of this is not as fun for them. Like this is a entertaining thing for these guys. Uh, maybe, And I hate to say it's like a young versus old thing too, but it does get to a point where, man, some of these guys, they look like they are just doing this for a job. They don't even really enjoy it versus the guys over on the other end. They're having fun. They're standing up. Everyone in those other sections are sitting down and they're like, Camping chairs. They they've got signs up. That is I, true. I, you, I, you
1: ever see a camping chair? Uh, not <laughs> which to be Tim critics.
0: from Slap Strong was sitting in its
1: camping chair, but he that's fine. the thing though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tim. That's funny. But, um, but in general, you are right. Like, dude, just bring your coffin. Yeah. Like some of these guys. <laughs> but, man. Like
0: I went, I walked by, and at least on two tables, I saw things saying something similar. But I took a picture of one of these. It just says, "Comp this." Not interested in what your phone tells you. I'm just like, what.
1: That is just you're also not interested in thinking, not interested in selling. I I, I have to say, though, to the point of, again, we we were critical of the national early. Uh, Say whatever you want. And I disagree with some of the partnerships they make. And some of these people they push forward as their content. People, I think, are useless. I will say whatever you did, you did something right because you that place was. Oh, slammed. Thursday morning was busier than the majority of Saturdays at shows I've ever been to.
0: Well. It is, I think everyone has agreed. I don't know if we know the exact number, but everyone's agreed that Thursday and or Friday was the busiest day and Saturday definitely was not the busiest. So Saturday by lunchtime,
1: it had passed 100,000, by the way. the total. Yeah, it set a record. Insane, I saw but that. I mean, that didn't finish the rest of Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that is now the so, so biggest national ever. Hats off to you. I'm glad. The other thing about the old people that scares me, the old dealers, we heard a number of guys say this too. Yeah, I just went, just got to vote for, uh, for 2026, voted for Atlantic City. It's close to me. I, it is yep. the worst spot that this thing could. Po- and I and I heard from a ton of people, like ten or more, without exaggerating. Atlanta made an unbelievable pitch. Uh, Chicago sells itself. Sure. The Atlantic City pitch was laughable. We heard that from everybody who talked to us. It was like they were trying to hype up these crime rates being low. What in Atlantic City? They what? were trying to hype <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, what dude? Yeah. I have to give a shout out to. I- what is his name? Troy. Oh, okay. From uh, the. I think it's the chase, but it might be the, the Ch- chase. It's, it's, yeah. Duck is D a card. Troy made this freaking video where he impersonates stone cold. Steve Austin. That's so good. I honestly tried to find a way to play it. I don't know how to, because <laughs> I'm stupid. I watched it twice yesterday and laughed. So I'm it's talking about actually a meeting with them Tuesday or Wednesday. I think I won on their show. Oh, cool. But I was like, dude, one of the funniest, I have never really listened to content up till about a week ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's people. I don't hate doing this still.
0: Oh, well, there's a lot. That's the thing. There's a lot of content that came out. We are probably one of the worst about putting out content at this
1: specific show. I was so happy. I did nothing on camera. It was
0: actually, and I hate to say this for you guys, because it was, I wanted to put more stuff out for you. But at the same time, it was so nice to be able to not have a booth area and be able to just walk around the show on the times where we could. I think Thursday and Friday were a lot more busy because we had either meetings or interviews. Um, We had some backdoor dealings with the uh who was well, actually, I can't talk about it yet. But anyway, so there's some exciting things to come. However, we just didn't have as much time on the floor until Saturday, really it was my busiest time. You Mike's there like
1: early you every day. VIP is up until 10. So I got there 8:30 to 10 every day, it was empty, it was perfect. Yeah. So every single morning I made thousands of dollars worth of purchases before 10 o'clock. And
0: honestly, I feel like this this is the event where if you were there early and you were trying to sell that has to be the idea. If you're trying to sell something, you've got to get there in the first couple of days because oh, yeah. by like Saturday, it is so hard to move anything. That was because that was the day I finally got to get out and walk around. And that's when I was really trying to move that LeBron, which again, last sold for 830. Guys, I would just walk up to a table and be, hey, any interest? I'm looking to- They weren't even buying. They I'm looking even, to either trade or sell. I'm looking for look non-sport stuff. Wouldn't even look at it. Yep. Like I'd, I'd hold it up. And they no, never
1: mind, nope, yeah. So we'll, it was weird. We'll do more talk too on our pickups and stuff like that. I figured we'd do that Thursday, so we don't wear it out today. Yeah. I would just tell you. So I picked up my Brady contenders though, 8 five ten. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring everything into because now we're doing the video. I'd actually like to show it. So I brought in the I got the Brady eight 5, 10 contenders, half trade, half cash, and I got the. Brady SPX rookie nine five, then a bunch of just smaller stuff too. So Uh, the one thing we haven't talked about at all was the
0: overall condition of this place. I will say internet did seem a little bit better, definitely better than Atlantic
1: city where there was virtually nothing. I had no, Um, by the way, I had my internet worked as good there as it does right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was not bad. No, I mean, if you're trying to upload a video or anything like that, you're going to have issues. Well, that's why we broke but, into that other ballroom. Yeah, but if you uh, find a, a spot where you can have a little quiet space like we did, you might find a cord that you can plug your computer into and uh, upload anything you want. Um, the other thing was the heat. Now, that's not 100 percent, I think, the facility's fault because it was record heat well, in Chicago. Is, and they did say there was a crane out the second.
1: Like a one or two of the units literally broke
0: down. I am guessing probably because of how hot it was but yeah, yeah. it was abs- it was brutal a couple of days but sure. it wasn't too Here's bad. Here's the
1: thing. Was it miserable? Yes. At the same time like I see a lot of these comments like pay pay for better it, it's not a, that is not you can blame the national for a lot of things. This had nothing to do with the committee. Like the yeah. building literally had a breakdown. You're yeah. not changing those units on the roof in 2 hours. It just and by Saturday it was actually Pretty reasonable. So
0: Saturday wasn't bad, but the temperature had also dropped quite a bit. So Friday I think that helped. Friday was 99. It was yeah, record setting. Like I they have to said. say it's, one last thing, then we'll save
1: the rest. Well, for. I do want to go back to the oh, Atlantic good. City
0: thing. Real oh, well, quick.
1: The, well, last thing from the actual show, and then I will leave. I saw the coolest, one of the coolest cards I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I believe it was 2005. Man, I think it was Heritage. They had a series. John bought the card, by the way, where it has like a picture of a goalpost, and it's an actual piece of the goalpost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he that bought was really the cool.
0: Brett Favre. That was awesome to see um, the plastic. Was it just or metal an, or something it's an from the piece card? Of the metal, yeah. yeah,
1: and it's from the Super Bowl. Well, somebody else at that same table had the same card of Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri was the kicker for the pass. Yeah, the card itself is probably fifty bucks. This guy though had met Adam at one point. Apparently, had it autographed and and like inscribed game winning 48 yard field goal. What? And then slabbed and everything. He was asking eight hundred bucks. I didn't buy it. It was too much, but the coolest thing I saw personally, like for, for like a PC card for me, I was like, that's actually pretty amazing.
0: Um, well, before I say this, then I'll say one of my favorite cards that I saw was there is, I didn't even realize that this, this was a set, but there's an old Marvel set where there were actual hand sketch drawings from Stan Lee. And he would like hand draw like a Spider-Man or something. And then I, th- I don't think his auto was on there, but uh, this one might've had it. These cards are going for like 12 grand. But the box, like you can buy a box that may or may not have one in there for like $1,200. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. I haven't seen a hand-drawn actual card. It wasn't just like he drew on a napkin and then someone graded it. But it was actual card of uh, his drawings. I thought that was awesome. Um, the thing about Atlantic City. So we already know Chicago's next year, 2024. That's done Cleveland. deal. No, nope. uh, I'm sorry, Cleveland. Yep, Excuse yep. me. Cleveland's a done deal. Chicago in 2025. Uh, five. five. And then again in 2027, 26 is the year that everyone's talking about and voting on. And the, the options, I think, as mentioned, were Chicago, Atlantic City, Atlanta. The point that was made about how people are still saying they're voting for Atlantic City, there also has to be some consensus here that we are getting these votes based on dealers who are based out of the Northeast and have been doing this forever. So why wouldn't they choose that option, especially when you, when the people who are marketing this thing are also out of the Northeast and they are also throwing in an extra incentive of, oh, by the way, if you choose this one, you're going to get $1,000 off your table. That was one of the little markers that they tried to push right. for Atlantic City. It just doesn't seem fair that that is the, the voting or choice, the process in which to choose the convention. I just don't think it's fair to... The consumer, I think it's more than fair for the dealer, but that's where I don't care as much because I'm not a dealer. I'm a I'm a goer. Well, so. see, and that's
1: a that's a reason too. I have I have a bit of an issue, not crazy, but with some of the old guys who are just setting up to set up and show off. Most people you talk to, hey, would you rather go to Chicago or for a thousand less go to Atlantic City? Nine out of ten, Chicago, because I'm going to sell five X in Chicago. What i the thousand means nothing. We yeah. set up a show for five days. I'm I'm gonna I want where I'm going to sell. Again, if you're you're just going there to hang out, I want a shorter drive, I want to pay less because I'm not worried about making money anyways and taking things in. That's the real appeal for Atlantic City for a lot of these guys. And it worries me. And I don't know if the new group has control of that, but obviously it won't be for next year because it's the tier system again. Everybody's Mm -hmm. getting locked in. Uh, Let me just say this too. If you have a booth next year, I would pay you. I actually want a booth in Cleveland. I really oh, like yeah. Cleveland. If you want to sell your booth early, we, I'll pay you up front tomorrow, like for the entire year. Or even like a split or something like that. I want the whole booth because we set up and I was like, oh, I'm not sitting next to P. We literally got offered two spots. One was with the guy, Paul, that we don't, well, we made our piece, but I don't want to be around him all weekend. And the other booth that we're sharing with Nash cards. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. So we get to set up next to somebody I'm going to want to punch the whole time I'm here. It was miserable. So um, in Cleveland, though, I would actually like a booth. If here's the caveat, if by then these other big plans we have working are in the mix, because I want the film crew, the other content guys to do a lot of that. And then we can kind of come and go. Well, the reason I didn't want the booth this time is I was like, dude, I, I don't want to be behind a booth for eight hours a day. Well, plus, if it's just going to be you and me and maybe like
0: another guy, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Um, the, uh, there was one other point. Oh, so we also needed to talk about the trade night thing. There weren't as many issues because I guess after we talked about it and talked to the national crew, they said, you know, oh, those restrictions that we told everybody else, well, we'll come off of it. So we didn't hear as much. However, we did hear at least of one event getting closed down. I don't think it was the national involved, but the police actually came out. And shut down the hobby over at the Lowe's because of the amount of people there. So, here, but granted, they weren't staying there, well, so and there it was some,
1: secu- and it was security yes. by and large. I think the police showed after because they got trespassed. But that was the one we went to
0: that when we stayed at the Lowe's the year two years ago. There was such there was a huge thing a there, joke. but no one said anything. That was I mean, Jay
1: from Mojo's uh, show, the one that got shut down. He's the one who tweeted out the police. I don't think it was a show. I thought he was just. I mean, there. trade night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was his.
0: No, I think that's just a hotel lobby where guys join. I have to, no problem with that being do done, that. by the way.
1: I don't want to have to crawl around kids and smelly dudes to get to an elevator to go to my room. That's like, yeah, that is I loitering their in trespass. the trespass. Like, you have no business being there. If you're not staying at the hotel and they haven't given you permission, I have no problem with them shutting that down.
0: If it got huge, like if it was like what we saw when we were there, I don't know. I do have an issue because it didn't oh, seem to be that big of a thing. I was, I, but I don't I know how it. big this one was. Yeah. So.
1: I, shut it. I, had, I have no problem with that. Um, the other thing too, the story was at one of these trade nights uh, the only one I actually heard and I met Raul the AIH kid oh yeah Remember the uh-huh. guy that, he wears the Cub shirt mm-hmm. he was actually very pleasant to me and vice versa and uh, I got on one of his like a quick like, hey was there any hanky panky which I was like I don't know I didn't see any but um, <laughs> does he use that word all the time that's or? his thing and it's, it's actually kind of funny he, okay. he, he plays into it uh, oh he had mentioned though. he, he I, I guess somebody else broke the story but he was the only one I actually heard reported was that at one of the trade-ins at the hotel when it hit capacity the The security guards were like taking money from people to let them in. I'm going to be honest here too. I have no problem with that either. If I want to get in a place and I know you've seen me do this at restaurants, by the way, if I want to go in and eat, I'm going to slip the hostess a 20. I want to get ahead of the line. I really don't care. But the security's just making money now. Like, I don't know, but I don't care if I want to go to a trade night and I'm willing to pay. Cool. I
0: guess I didn't have any issue with it. I really I, Here's the thing: I don't mind it when I'm with you. I don't want like security like charging me to walk into a trade night. Well,
1: they weren't charging you. You could wait until people left and get in with the line.
0: Like, I are, guarantee- are we talking like
1: they're asking for money, or are no, we say no, we're no, no, slipping no.
0: money? We're, we're okay, doing, there's a little bit. We're doing my there. trick
1: like we do at the restaurant. Okay,
0: just like you slip them a little
1: fifsky. Just like but, I did in Atlantic City, remember the fifsky? <laughs> you remember though, Atlantic City when we wanted to have dinner at that burger place? It was phenomenal. Me, you, Russ. Oh, Dad? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got ahead of the line. I think we did. Yeah. I, I, know, I know we did. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. But I'm okay. If, <laughs> if you're willing to pay for that crap, I don't care.
0: Uh, but yeah, overall, it was a lot of fun. We do have, so the we teased at the end of last episode that we're going to have the Gary Vee interview. We did get to talk with him, um, and we can probably tease that a little bit here in just a second. But we were not, the audio's not ready for it. Basically, as you guys can imagine, it was insanely loud. So we're having some of the audio engineers who helped film that for us. They're going to do some work. We'll have it for Thursday's episode, but... And we got the off-air
1: content from his team. Yeah, I took which off was my really mic cool. like an idiot. Yeah,
0: I don't know why he did it, but it's okay. I didn't we think he was going to keep talking. Yeah, I know, but you just... Until you're walking away from him, because... I know. But Gary... I noticed your mic was off too, though, so... My mic was not off. It was still on. I oh. had it right there.
1: Oh, maybe they yeah, shut baby. it Yeah,
0: baby. Um, but the... I think my overall take from that was... I think he answered the questions that Mike posed very... I don't think he shied away from the answer, but I don't know. Mike okay. tends to have a little I'd bit like of a response. Back.
1: I actually hope we can listen back and react to us on the pod. Yeah, I would love to. Okay, because yeah, yeah, I want to cool. do it that way. All right. Because, yeah, we, we, were, we, we got the time by saying we'd help him pump V friends, which... I, I we wouldn't. did. Yeah, we, by we, the way, I wouldn't waste any of my money on that thing. It's a <laughs> frigging doodle of a rack. Man, I,
0: as someone who likes non-sport and I like TCG... That still doesn't really appeal to me. But at the same time, if they're already making like cartoons of it and they've got the cards and this is because that's the thing. V friends is now turning into a TCG thing. I don't know. It's it's something crazy to me, but we'll see. I do know that there's other TCG news we're going to talk about here in a few, but I'll save that for another minute. Um, What else did you want to talk about before we get there? CSL giveaway.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to pump this up. We'll do something else for a minute. I got to figure find what that is. Okay.
0: Well, then we're going okay, right into the TCG. <laughs> Wait, are you actually going into it? Because I, I will go into the TCG news.
1: Yeah. I, well, let me just do this fast. Then. Okay, then. So it all ends on the 15th of August. So you got two more weeks. If you sign up for the app, all you have to do is sign up and download the app. Your card Android, Shop Live is the app. Card Shop Live. It's the green and black. Because another card shop. This is anyways. This is the good one. Uh, we're giving away to five people who just download the app before the 15th, $100 to spend on app. So $500 winners there. And then if you make a purchase, you'll be entered to win $200. Oh. It's not $10,000. Mm-hmm. We're not that big of an app. In line with that, I, have, I shy away from trying to pump this thing too much because obviously it's our app. and we, you know, I, don't want this, I don't want our podcast to just become this pumping platform for the app. But at the same time now, we need more sellers on there. Uh, However, please do not just listen to that because where we are at as an app, it is not just plug and play. You can't just come over and plug in and just use the the buyers we have. We're not that big. But if you are a legit seller with a community and are already moving product and you are looking for a new home, we're not really looking for the part time thing either. I know this is being crazy specific, but if you're in a spot where, hey, you need to mix things up and your people need a place to go, we have low fees. We're crazy hands on with marketing. We can help with whatever you need. If you're interesting enough, we'll even get you on the show. Uh, reach out, like email us, email the show, whatever. If you're a startup guy, great hustle, do your thing. This is not the place for you right now. Like, Just to be totally honest, I don't I don't want to get the, the, but if you're an established seller and you, you're a breaker, singles, whatever, and you think you can bring a bit of an audience, we can supplement what you bring, our audience can, and dude, we'll be crazy low on fees to get you in initially and help you out and get you established. But we need sellers if this thing's really gonna work. Fanatics Live is coming in and going hard. Whatnot is a monster. It's very clear that the big boys are going to continue. I think this is gonna still be a great second niche option, which yeah. by the way, I'm happy to have a niche option for the forty and the four billion dollar, you know, fanatics and whatnot. So
0: oh yeah, there a you niche go. all day. So TCG news is that Blake's breaks, uh owned and run by Blake Martinez, former Raiders player. He has been running this thing for at least the last year doing a Pokemon business on, I think mainly whatnot. It looks like he's about to go live with fanatics. Live been a little bit of some controversy with his group of sellers and we're bringing it up because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of accountability going on with this right now. So there was, I guess maybe late last week, one of his sellers was live. There's video it basically just shows them grabbing. There's a pack in the corner of the screen that they're about to open next. They bring their right hand up to grab that pack. And you can obviously see the other pack. There's another pack in their hand and they subtly pull back, dropping the pack that was on screen and using the pack that was in their hand. So you're wondering a pretty
1: slick pack switch, actually it was, I slick, even you see can it.
0: you can tell when you watch, when you go back and Correct. watch it, um, they were running at the time, they were doing a bounty, uh, this thing called an energy bounty, and you're thinking, well, how would they know the pack wasn't even open? There are ways to tell. It's kind of like in old packs where uh, you could do like pack mapping. You can basically kind of tell. If you saw this card and this card, you have an idea of what's going to be in the next one. The idea is that, well, she did this because there was going to be the energy that this guy just guessed because they were doing a thing like, hey, if you guess the energy in your pack, you get to win the bounty. Um, She kind of knew that oh, that's it was what it was, it was coming up. Is it yeah. She? Okay. Mm-hmm. She knew it was that was going to be it. So she pulled that one out, traded it with the other pack. So he comes out and he does this, ab-
1: Do <laughs> this apology.
0: apology. It's long and it's, yeah, it, it wouldn't be. It's so disjointed. You wouldn't really get everything you wanted out of it. But the synopsis is that there were tears and there was a lot of things he cried. But what There wasn't a lot of was accountability. Nothing like, happening to her. So he said, you know, she's already leaving cause she's going off to college um, in the next couple of months, but we're, we're not going to be having her on anymore. Never saying like she did it or that she's at fault or anything to that, to the matter of acknowledging that she scammed the audience out of whatever that was the, Matter is continuing to be an issue because Whatnot has come out and they reviewed it and they're saying... No, they didn't break any rules. There, there wasn't an issue here.
1: I've tried to be nice with these idiots. I really <laughs> have. Like, I was even pleasant to the people we met at the show. We met Binder again. Quite frankly, Binder was always very straight with us. And this is not a Binder. I don't think Binder's the one making these calls. No, of course not. How do you watch that video and unless your head is totally up your rear end, not realize what happened? Yep. You pack switch to avoid paying a promotion. The promotion just happens to be pumping the prices of the stuff you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Blake has CTE from getting banged around the field too much or what. Jeez. Get your head out of the clouds dummy come out and have a here's the other thing too though this is a perfect setup anyways he's an ex-football player i could care less about that by the way not going to speak to anybody about this and nothing will happen and by the way love fanatics too Mm -hmm. you have you not looked into this yeah like we just talked to nick bell i wish we had known the matter of fact do you can you message him please Cause I would like to know who do we talk to who is vetting sellers. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't know. Uh, do we have actual contact info for him or do we go through our normal? Uh, I can't remember either one. We'll, we'll have one of yeah. them. Uh, who's vetting this guy. Cause if you see what happened on camera,
0: this was obviously it wasn't him, but it was one of his people. Don't and care. the fact that it, he's come out its
1: Blake's breaks that did it.
0: Unless period. you just flat out denounce what happened and say, can't believe this. Obviously this cheated this person. They are at fault. But that has not happened. He has, in some private communications, it looks like, said that with yes, Pokemon they did. With Rattle, right? Yeah, with Rattle Pokemon. Oh, he's a guy Pokemon. who uh, is on YouTube. He's a very, he's very much the card shop or, or sports card radio of Pokemon. And so he came out, did a lot of little independent research, and found uh, after a conversation with him that yes, Blake does say that she did this, but doesn't want to come out and say it until after whatnots. Uh, assessment, what but it that? looks like what exactly that's kind of my thing. And here's the, this is a rumor. I don't know if this is true. The rumor is that he owns a portion of what not
1: investor and whatnot. Yeah.
0: I did hear that too. I don't know so, if that's true. Uh, there's that. And then there's also, apparently there's a number of people out there who are saying that Blake wasn't always the best to work with. So I don't know any of these things personally. I've never, we haven't talked to him. I reached out on their social media, uh, um, Instagram to try and get him on the show if he wanted to talk to us or talk anything about it never even got a response so who knows but it obviously doesn't look great and when it's big names it's not even like you're, you know, no name breaker doing this or you know even a small to medium size breaker but this is a very very I think arguably one of the largest Pokemon breakers on the app um doing something like this or at least his team is it's a big deal especially when you're not taking full accountability so I say all that Um, the reason why I wanted to mention this was because there have been nonstop questions to me, like in DMS of like, where do I get some of my TCG stuff? I, it is hard to say, like, uh, being someone who owns uh, a portion of cart shop live, like, where do you go to get stuff that's not on cart shop live? Well, uh, rounding up TCG used to be on there. There are some guys that I still deal with. Kevin's a great guy. He's like the owner of the company. Uh, Basically, I talked to him about, hey, is there any way we can do anything as a discount? Because I keep getting guys asking for Pokemon products. He said, basically, we'll set something up. He said, if you go to roundinguptcg.com and you subscribe, you'll get sent a 15% discount. And this is on like wax. So if you want like booster boxes for yourself at an actual discount, individual packs, we're talking... Obsidian Flame 151, all these new products that everyone is clamoring to get their hands on. You can go to his website, get all this stuff. That's the exact source where I get all of my stuff. I'm not saying there's going to be any Lorcana on there, but he did say that, you know, he's looking into it at this point. I won't stand for it. For sure, some Pokemon stuff. So if you want to check it out, go uh, rounding up tcg.com. The Lorcana update, though, real quick, is that. There is a companion app that they just launched with it, and I don't know about you guys. If it, you're at all interested in it, it keeps coming up everywhere. There's so many articles, especially because it's about to launch in like two weeks from now. I don't know. It's really exciting. I, I'm now seeing prices on eBay for booster boxes sell for like three to three fifty.
1: Lorcana boxes. Yeah, for oh, the what, booster. What were box. they a month ago? I bought mine at one ninety. Oh, you bought some. Yeah.
0: So. I mean, it's kind of crazy. When
1: is the dump? I heard the pump. When are you selling? What's your price?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I definitely won't sell
1: it all. I will sell at least one case. It'd be got- funny the next time I'm not here for a show and you go solo. It's literally a Lorcana pump. You and Jeff Wilson <laughs> are here just pumping Lorcana like oh, idiots.
0: Here's the thing if I was really a pump and dumper, I would have bought, like spent 10 grand on this. I only spent like 2,000, and some of it I'm just going to keep, some of it I want to open. And then some of it I will sell. So I'll like do a it. little bit of all of it. But there's your
1: TCG I want to know when you sell. That's all I ask.
0: Uh, we do have a new release. You want to talk about that?
1: <laughs> you just mic'd me. <laughs> Doesn't feel good, does oh, it? No, does, I was happy to see it. Actually, yeah. I'm so caught off guard. Oh, good for you. Yeah, what do you want? I don't care. Talk about whatever. 2023. No, oh, hang on. Before we move on, the Blake thing. Yes, but Blake Martinez or somebody from, actually not somebody from the team. Why don't you come on? Again, we we just criticize you. I'm going to rip you apart the next episode if we don't hear back. <laughs> Take two minutes. Realize we have a big platform and come on and speak genuinely about the subject. I guarantee you it would help your brand if you did that. Instead of this duck and run nonsense we see so much. Okay, there That's you go. It. That's a nice invitation. Speaking of duck and runs, I literally just- New gotta, releases. <laughs> as we're sitting here, I got a message. I sent somebody the wrong stuff, so. Oh, good. Perfect. Thank New God it released. was cheap. <laughs> cheap. It cost me 50 bucks. 2023
0: Panini Score Football is really the only release that comes out
1: this week that- we were going to talk about. Talk about vacation. <laughs> I tried that line this weekend and a it, it did not go over great. Didn't work well? No. Oh. When the guy was stood up in the at the Filmington thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, guys, real big enough. It's like 100 oh. people in the room. He's like, I just rented the room last night. $100 a table. I said, like, talk about vacation. I
0: yelled out, that's the guy. That's the caddy from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that I got kid. like two laughs. But the kid looked exactly like the white, the, the albino oh, looking yeah. guy from. He had oh, the same man. shirt on. He, it was the exact same shirt. It's so, his name was Elway. He's a very nice guy. He's doing a podcast, apparently. I don't want to, if you ever find him. Okay. take. I'm it. sorry. That's a very personal story, but uh penny score football. You know who else we have
1: to talk <laughs> Oh my quick? God. No, Did, we met Denny too. I feel oh, bad because everybody Denny else is cards. talking about all the people they met. We met a yeah. ton of nice people. Dude, Denny was actually pretty cool to hang around with. walked around with us, we had fun with him too. Oh, Denny
0: was awesome. Yeah, and uh, he would film stuff for us. I don't know what he filmed. I'm sure it's great, but I haven't seen. He any released the the a clip
1: with Gary V that made us both look like saps. Oh, I'm Ugh. yeah. We
0: can't share that, especially because of the.
1: I don't even care about the language. I'm just irritated he didn't, he didn't get the part where I was actually trying to grill Gary a little bit. Um That's fine. That's fine. I don't no. care about score football, by the way. It's cheap. What's the price? It's a cheap product, which it's, I think well, two hundred dollars it, It's pro uniform.
0: Yeah, it does have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis in it. Uh no autos though that you've seen of those guys. No, they're the checklist. I did check the checklist that's not out yet, so cannot confirm or deny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does have autos of at least Tyree Kill, Waddle, um, some dual auto cards like that. I'm assuming that. Anthony Richardson will be in it. He, he's going to be Anthony the one Richardson big. has signed and he is in it. Yep. Um. Yeah. What's the cost? Like 100, 200. Oh, 200 a box. You're looking at. I think there was how many autos are in this? Four autos per box. Ten parallels, 90 rookies. I'd rather buy legacy. Legacy is the same price. There's 400 cards in this,
1: that's so it's a, a lot. It's a big base set. Like that's just, that's yeah. what the score. Is your ch- uh, yeah? Honestly, I would rather have Legacy than this. So yeah, okay. I'm not I'm not real high on this one.
0: All right. Well, and that's a hard. You can't. I don't see how. I'll you're be honest with you. I rarely
1: say this. I don't. I wouldn't buy into breaks unless you. That that's. Let me take this back. I wouldn't. If you are looking for low end pro football, though, Score is a very established brand for that. Affordable is how we. I would don't work the price. I thought it was going to be cheaper, but. OK, the fact is you have all the parallels and numbered stuff, too, even if you don't hit autos because they're not going to be in there. It is helpful. You can get like, a, you know, a Bryce Young r- parallel to 49 is probably a big card. So do you see guys breaking a product that has 400 cards in a box? Some do. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I think
0: you just got to skip everything until you get to it, like the rookie parallel. Right. Yeah, In general, that's okay. what people do. Um, then we got mailbag. Anything else other than that you wanted to talk about before we get to mailbag? There's a decent you mail. You asked that with a
1: tone like I'm forgetting. Am I forgetting something? Or no, no. I literally okay. no.
0: I'm legit like asking because we we got in. We were a little foggy this morning, so I don't know if Excuse you had any additional folks. information. Oh, okay. Well,
1: no, I'm good oh, there,
0: oh, there was the one thing that I just thought was interesting. I was gonna get your take. So that Arch Manning Prism card um, after he signed after being announced that he's going exclusive with Panini, they put it up. It was a, a charity
1: auction. This is a big story. By one the way. of one. Hang on. Hang on, because we just glossed over the real big part of the story, which I think we're going to start seeing going forward, I guess. Panini is now going out and signing individual NIL name image likeness deals with athletes.
0: Just to be clear, you do remember we talked about this on the last episode though, right?
1: Just oh. briefly. It wasn't very much. Okay. So you can go into more, more detail I hate if this, you want By but, the way. This well, is, is the same, said. This is the same as Fanatics signing which I'm saying it's, it's a done deal. We haven't reported it officially, but I still think it's absolutely done. Uh, will Levis, CJ Stroud, and Bryce Young in, ca- in, in pro uniforms will not have autos this year. Well, we don't know that. He's saying that, but we don't I'm know that. I'm saying I know that, but I'm saying the show doesn't know that. So you can read between those lines unless you're illiterate. Um, this is the same thing on the other side, though. Now Panini goes after Arch Manning. Uh, what year is Arch Manning? By the- Carlos might even know this. Is Arch Manning like a sophomore? I don't know when he's up to be drafted. Oh. I'm not even sure. I know he's in college though, correct? Yes. Uh, he's. I guess. I thought he was in high school, honestly. Maybe but- he is. Check, check him out. Because here's the thing. At some point, this guy is going to be drafted. He's going to be in product. And at that time, I'm guessing, Fanatics will own the rights to the NFL. And this guy's not going to have... Auto- Potentially, he will not have autos because he only has autographed deals with Panini. I hate this. I think we're going to just see this fractioning, fractionalizing... Of like, hey, these guys signed with Panini, but these guys signed with Fanatics. So some guys will have autos and products, but it won't be licensed like Panini. Mm-hmm. Other guys won't have autos, but they'll be in products like with Panini. And I'm like, this is not good for the hobby either way. I don't. But, but now we're on the pace where this is all we're going to see. There's no recourse now. If Th- anyone comes
0: out and says, oh, man, I love your take. I'm going to be so mad because that's the exact take I took on the last episode. I agreed with it. Well, like I articulate it, doesn't it better. doesn't sound like you said it. Yeah, I believe Arch Manning is, a fre- is going to be a freshman this upcoming season at Texas.
1: Perfect. <laughs> okay, so he'll be a freshman. this. Se- so this season is 23, sophomore in 24. He'll be draft eligible in 25. You have to play two years. 25 just so happens to be the year the license switch hands. I wonder how long this NIL deals for and what it includes. It's interesting. I would like to know
0: more because you're saying the whole Bryce Young, CJ Stroud thing as if you heard from somebody and you didn't tell me that. So have you I heard from somebody? I told you this somebody?
1: months ago. This has been a done deal for months.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but you were still, no, because you've been surprised at other things that have come out. What
1: have I been surprised
0: about? That they had autos with
1: Panini. No, they have sticker autos in college uniform products. I'm not surprised. So you're them. saying. Oh, oh, you're right. I was surprised they were allowed to use the college, but those were part of a different deal. This is a pro deal.
0: So you're you're saying that they will not have any autos. Pro, in a pro
1: uniform. I believe so. That is what I've been told off the record.
0: Okay. You
1: can tell well, things that are off the record. The you thing, that's the name an on-record
0: statement now. Well, well I've so. been told it by like 10
1: people, honestly, so. Okay. Um. All right. Well, mailbag? Same thing we've heard about Win Banyama, by the way.
0: Well, but we just heard that other rumor that they... I mean, he's obviously... We don't know if this is going to happen, but we teased this on the last episode that he was going to be in the gold packs that Panini was going to be sending out after the National in pro uniform. With autos.
1: That would be interesting.
0: And I think if that happens, then you can't say anything for sure about the CJ Stroud deal. Because who knows at that point? First question up comes from... I don't care for your tone. <laughs> I'm just letting the people know.
1: Where's be- the banter?
0: Uh, dude, don't even get me started. You tell know them, I would love to Tell banter. the people
1: what happened yesterday.
0: Oh, dear Lord. What happened yesterday? Oh, so uh, this was fun. I... And I should have, I blame myself because this is, I'm usually the detail oriented guy, but Mike was very confident in his response. He was telling everybody, yeah, we we're flights at 7 a.m. in the morning. That's when we're leaving out. I was going along with it because it sounded right in my head. Woke up at 4.15 to start getting ready, had to pack, all this stuff. My Google, my phone gives me a little Google alert, like time to leave for the airport. I'm like, what? Why does it want me to leave almost three hours early? Turns out our flight was not at 7 a.m. It was at 6 a.m. So I uh, called Mike. I'm like, dude, I hope you're ready because we got to go. We got to the terminal at the moment they were boarding the plane. It was well, that's after, amazing. It, after
1: Jesse flagged down a golf cart to oh, drive us because O'Hare. If you've never been to O'Hare. and it, it was legit a quarter mile walk. You and I notoriously get our our little
0: booths, where, whatever you park at, the plane parks at. What's that called? Gate. The gate. Our
1: gate is at the end of every single actually, terminal. Actually Jesse hates nothing more than walking.
0: That's not true. That is not true. I just hate when we are purposely at the end of everything, no matter what city we fly into. I don't know who's doing this.
1: It's upsetting.
0: Mailbag? Uh, or there's more banter. I mean, we had no, a, here, a heck of a, great, a time.
1: Here's the greatest thing. The flight was less than a third of the way full. There were full empty rows until the last family came on. <laughs> there were probably 20 people sitting one person only in a row, me and you were. Yep. First, this stupid family comes on. This moron Dude, and his-
0: you t- your son is so bad, right? You can't call a family stupid, which I agree, they were terrible.
1: They're not stupid. Oh, you're right. They're terrible people. Yeah. They're not stupid. Okay, better. <laughs> it was the donkey father- Oh. The mom who was an absolute Karen, the grandmother who was probably senile, had the only straight head in the place. Like she was the only one thinking. And then three kids who were going to grow up and be terrible. Oh my god! They get on the thing. It already we were like ready for push off. And then this stupid family shows up late. Terrible family. Oh, sorry. <laughs> These morons come in very late. Walk all the way to the back of the plane, just like talking. Li- it's 6 it was so quiet on there. It was At very one peaceful. Point, <laughs> literally, the wife who was. I mean, just runs this family, God. just undressing the husband verbally, <laughs> ripping him apart. The flight attendant was like, hey, guys, little like in, in this tone as well. It's like, hey, guys, it's a little early for arguing. Let's just try to. I was like, what is happening? The only thing to top their stupidity and terribleness. This young couple comes on. Lovey dovey, 25 year old idiots. And I will not apologize for calling them idiots. There are 80, at least 80 open seats. There's this one guy who is not quite as big as Jess, but about as tall as you. A, yeah. Sitting on the window, literally sleeping. Yep. These two, I, I hope this relationship falls apart. Oh like, I hope God. they got an argument and he got dumped. They, they're like this hold hands in public, have to be. I guarantee they post 10 times a week on Instagram how great their relationship is. They have to sit next to each other. They sit next. There wasn't a single row with three people. These two morons crowd in and sit next to this guy. And then watch TV and talk about the show they're watching. I was laughing so hard. Jesse can attest. I had to turn my face with my hat covering. I was doing all I could to suffocate myself.
0: It was while we were texting back and forth about all the things. Oh, of, I cannot <laughs> share those texts. Oh, <laughs> how we should, my. How do we get people kicked off of a plane and not I get told kicked Jesse, off ourselves?
1: I'm going to stand up and like, listen, I have a bomb, and <laughs> these kids help me plan it. Like, if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with
0: me. It would be worth it. You'd be doing a public oh, service. Oh,
1: dude. D- who gets on a plane and sits there?
0: Do, do we have any like stories where we didn't hate anyone or like had a fun time or anything like that? We had a great time in Chicago. We had an awesome oh, time. Oh, here's a fun banter story. If you go up Nail to back. people with confidence, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if you go up to people with confidence, especially if they know you from the hobby, and you just ask for their driver's license, they'll hand it to you, and you can take a picture of it, and then hand it right back to them. I did this to so many people, especially it was all influencers, not like uh, listeners of the show, but people who have their own content. I have so many pictures of driver's licenses in my
1: phone at the Beckett dinner. There was
0: the we got invited to the Beckett dinner, which was kind of them, um, especially since we're SGC folk. Uh, But there were so many guys there. And then the next day I'm at the car show. I'm like, well, it worked then. Let me try this. Hey, can I see your license real quick? And they handed it to me. I'm like, oh, cool. At Take point a picture, you, at hand point it right you, back, at what point say ha- not another word.
1: At one point, you handed me. I walked over to see what you were doing. You're like, hey, I got these three licenses. <laughs> I just had three licenses in my hands. And yeah. I got We do have to give a shout out to the, is it GM10? Oh, yeah. the gm 10com is their site. But so they are cool guys. Billman like is them. one of the owners, the mentors, whatever. Frankie Packs. Frankie's, first of all. All these guys are like large dudes with oh, hairy chests and my just people. like all wearing button down shirts with Hawaiian them, shirts. Yeah. <laughs> unbuttoned almost the whole way. Yep. But they were doing this content. So I saw the rest of them. by the way, they would walk up like, okay, can we interview you? Yep. All right. And he would count down. All right. Three, two, one. And the kid on camera just wouldn't say anything. Oh,
0: they call it the mute. It's
1: so they get so it to good. Cassius Marsh, the football player. Yep. And after like for a few seconds, he was like, what? And finally he's like, are you guys messing with me? It was the funniest <laughs> piece of content I saw come out of this whole show.
0: And you you and I talked about this. Do we think that's real? I saw some comments later. I don't think anybody knew that this was actually happening Gary beforehand. Gary was the
1: only one I thought knew because the way he reacted, because he's never been that quiet that long in his life.
0: I Yeah, who but knows? But everybody
1: else, though, like some guys would go up to the camera like, what, is this good okay?
0: Yeah, they it, just interview it, and nothing said at all. It was
1: extremely <laughs> funny.
0: The They're good guys. They actually they did a map. I think they're going to do this at future nationals, too. It is so much better than the map that was it's provided. Like a, an
1: interactive map of every vendor, everything.
0: Yep. Yeah, because it was just a PDF before. But on this one, you could actually like type in a name of a booth you were looking for, mm-hmm. and it would show you right where it was. It, I hate that we're just now like really pushing this because, I mean, it's not a sponsor or anything. It was just super helpful. So hopefully at the next one, you guys can use it there too. Mailbag! <laughs> okay. Mailbag! BD Scronders says... Why are card vendors the most miserable, unfriendly humans to ever exist? I think that, I think he, what he did is he walked into the entrance of the, the show <laughs> and he made an immediate left. And that's where
1: he's getting that information from. Good old Blakey boy. I don't, there are plenty of people who are just not good talking to people, socially terrible. But uh, some of them are great. Some is that really camera good. on, by the way? I didn't see a light. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, hang Bail on. Bag. Hang on now. That was it. That was my question. Oh, Jesse's flipping around now. There you go. Boom. All right, oh, roasted. Are. Here we go. Oh, you know what the other highlight of my trip was? The amount of people who said Mail I'm bad. taller. Blake Bolling. I'm taller than they thought I would be. That's You I sell that yourself
0: very, very short. You you're just to, short.
1: You have to set the bar low. And when they see you, you're like, this is amazing. This guy's awesome. Look how tall he is. I got a
0: lot of people saying I was bigger than they expected. I think wider is probably what they meant to say. I'm, sh- no. I'm telling one
1: more quick story, then I'm done. <laughs> what was the name of the pizza joint we went to? Oh, Crust. Crust Brewing. Awesome spot, by the way. We went there Wednesday night with Jeremy, our agent, and a whole bunch of people. He had a great time. Went there again Friday night. We went there late with Tim from Slab Song. To be fair,
0: that first night was also bad service, though.
1: Oh, it was terrible both times. Yeah. Um, The food took so long just for Tim and his wife. Tim, like, got up and was like... Went and talked to someone. Yeah, and the guy was like, yeah, that's not my problem. And I was like, oh, boy, this is not going to go well. Then the manager came over. Totally worthless. This lady came over... And at one point, Jesse completely read it this time. I was like, I, I can tell when Jesse gets angry because it never happens. Mm. Usually it's when he has to turn the mic off. <laughs> when, you and I are fighting. Mike, how dare you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike, stop carrying me. Uh, I looked. I God. did. That was, the, that was the most angry I'd seen you in a while. You have not been that angry in front of me. What did I say? I think I said. You said, I'll tell you exactly what okay. you said. You know what would really go over a lot better than an excuse? An apology. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> then, but then you held your real stern face. And I was like, this is not like the last time you were that angry was the Vegas airport. When we were talking to that guy. Oh, yeah. Jesse gets a real tone in his skin color. <laughs> and you're like, he's angry. Like, and there's he's a gonna... heart attack coming? or Well, that's inevitable. <laughs> yeah. I... It was bad. like that. But the funny thing is the lady stood her ground. And I was just like. Just say sorry and move. That was, they did I hate bad service. The only good thing that came from that is they forgot a bunch of stuff on that bill. Oh, that did they bill really? was so cheap. Wait, who, did you pay for that bill? John or was did. that John? Happy John. John did, I thought so. But even Johnny got the bill, he's like, this is it? Dude. Yeah, they forgot some stuff, thankfully. Terrible. I feel like we'll have more and more stories as I love we, the food. As we by go. the way, I love that restaurant. I actually had a great time, except the service was terrible.
0: Oh yeah, I ate a piece of oh. cheese pizza from that place like two days later after been sitting out on my oh. counter in my okay. hotel room. It was still good though. Uh, Blake Balthazar, <sighs> what's wrong with you? Did anything about attending the show this year change your perspective on the hobby going forward?
1: Yeah, I came away very positive. The amount of people in the hobby, yeah. we said too, the amount of this happens every year more and more. The amount of non-white middle-aged men.
0: Demographics yep. were so much more diverse than probably any other national we've been to. A ton of kids, kind ton of, of women, ton of wives, like ton yep. of families. It was weird because like yep. I remember the show in Chicago that we went to, the, my first show, thinking like, oh, there is only men at this mm-hmm. show. But to see, like, not only, you know, individual, you know, you'll see one guy, one young guy and his young girlfriend. He talked into coming, but now you're seeing whole families coming to this thing. It was really cool, honestly. Like yep. I felt kind of like oh, this is a, a thing I could bring my wife and kid to and not be like odd ones out. So that was nice. Agreed. Uh, let's see. Impact uh, Brian Boyer. Impact of custom cards on the hobby. Custom kabooms, downtowns, cuts, autos, things like that.
1: I didn't understand this. I don't know. So I know I know what they are, but I don't know what the well, impact I is. Well, I did
0: see Denny. Actually, speaking of Denny cards, a little plug for him. He just put out like a story or a post about. Um, Oh, I can't remember. I, unfortunately, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's someone who makes custom cards and they just got approved, I guess, by Beckett, I want to say, to get authentication on their autos and things like that when they make those cards. So it sounds like the grading side of things is starting to move where you could actually get some of that stuff graded, which I think if that happens, it's really going to boost that side of the market. But again, I I start to worry when you get so many yeah. fakes out there, it's like some much. Of, yeah, it's like some of it's what's going to happen too, is like, people are just going to get to the point where they realize, oh, I can just fake this card and just pe- make people think it's real. And then that's where you get to scammers. So
1: speaking of Denny, this was another one of my favorite stories. Uh, we had been hanging out with Denny quite a bit. We go over to the Gary V thing and I was like, Hey, would you mind? He's like, yeah, I'll take some content. Like, so I can, he can capture things that maybe get cut, which was great denny is a is korean Mm -hmm. and when i met him i was like dude i i've never seen or heard you i just assumed denny in the card world i thought you were gonna be a fat white guy and we were (laughs) laughing like we were just joking about Mm it well gary v's pr lady was like super short which i was i love that fact that she was a foot shorter (laughs) than me a short asian woman Mm -hmm. i brought denny over to say hello too because oh denny's working because i didn't want him getting moved out of the way because they were moving people for the interview i was like, oh by the way denny's with us as Denny introduces himself to the girl, he goes, Oh, yeah, by the way, this is Mike. He hates Asians. And oh, my God. Dude, it, was, it, was, it was the funniest thing. I was like, What just happened? Oh. And I have this four foot tall person just looking up at me. I was like, It's not true. She ended up being great. It's not true. But it was, oh, man, it was pretty funny. Uh, here's the thing about Hats
0: you, off you to Denny. You are a very not racist person in real life, but you do tend Don't to bring say up that. race. Like, Don't, you, just you can't say, race. say you're not racist. Do you think <laughs> I am now? This is no. Terrible. He's not. Probably. Who knows? Uh, Jason Tennant. (laughs) That was a story? That was it? What are the top three things
1: you would change about the National to improve
0: your experience for those
1: attending? Get rid of old people. Get rid of tier vending where you just get your table guaranteed like we talked about. And organize the actual show floor by product you're selling. That would be amazing.
0: Uh, Let's see. Zach Kell wants to know, I spent the Wednesday through Saturday. I spent Wednesday through Saturday at the National and had a great experience what was the dealer's take on overall business? Was there a lot of buyers or mostly people looking to sell and trade?
1: Okay. So both, by the way, which again, I'm happy with ton of guys came up to tables and, and almost every table, Hey, we will buy. So naturally a lot of people would walk up. Are you looking to sell? Um, the only people though, cause I did, and and I really focused on the guys that were very slow, um, and tables I was actually looking at. And I, after a minute of looking at like, by the way, it's been busy has it been? No, terrible show. And I made a point to only ask that at the slow tables because those are also the tables I would ask about pricing. Mm -hmm. If you priced garbage, like if your prices were terrible, you didn't sell anything. This is not 2020 where guys were like, you know what? I'll take a chance on that. It didn't happen. In general, though, the guys and and talk about as big as the place was, hundred thousand people, whatever. After the first day, people knew, hey, if you want singles, Mm -hmm. go to the green carpet.
0: Yeah, they have singles.
1: They have prices ready to move. So that's why I tell people like everybody wants to prove a point. I want to have the highest sale. Yeah. You start making deals on Wednesdays and Thursdays come Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You were the busiest person in there because guys, you get that reputation, man.
0: I think a good rule of thumb is go to the places that are not the most convenient to get to, because those are the ones that have been added last because the ones that are already in there, the easiest ones to get yeah, to, the they're guys. the old guys who've been there forever. So they get the preferential placement, Go to the places that are further away and you're probably going to find better deals and a better buying experience. It is a shame.
1: I I, I don't know. I would actually love to be helpful with setting up a national. They would never allow this cuz they have their little crew of people, even the content guys they choose to work with is I, makes me laugh. But it is a shame. Like grab one or two of us from the outside looking in who have been to a ton of these shows. Yep. And I think with minimal lift, you could you and not even you wouldn't even have to spend any money to do these. You could make a few subtle changes oh, that would sure. make this place so much better. Yes, absolutely. I'm 1, calling Joe. I like Joe. I'm calling him next year. Uh, Joe, I'm offering my services free. Who's Joe? Joe Drellick. Drell- Al Derso. No, Joe. Who's Joe? Oh, Joe, one of the- Joe the Philly guy. I like Joe.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. Christopher Shoemaker, what are your thoughts on deodorant usage
1: amongst card collecting mostly men? In confined, undercooled spaces. You missed this. You would have been proud of me. One day, Jesse, uh, well, we were going to an event right after the show on Thursday, the Mojo event, which was awesome, by the way. Mm -hmm. Live karaoke, Joe Staley, the old 49er, came out dressed as a crab. I can't help but notice you got footage of him and posted it with uh, absolutely... No comments of what was going on. I did yours. I, no, I went live with his. I recorded yours as a video. I need to post oh, it. Oh, okay. I was about to say you didn't get anything in Jesse mine. came in third in that uh Stupid really contest. second though. Cause some kids 14 they even told me, like, dude, this is a, like a really Yeah, big he was good. Shit. He was too good to be doing karaoke. Well, and also though, they were like, This is like a really big customer's 14 year old. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, kid, take a walk. Like, yeah. I hope you break your ankle, honestly. <laughs> Just leave. Um happy for you. <clears throat> where's I go? Oh, I told Jesse <laughs> though, I didn't have time to get back to the hotel. I was like, Hey, I need you to literally because Jesse was was already at the hotel like bring me a new shirt and bring me some some body spray i thought like an adult you'd have cologne but you had body spray that's fine you Ax. said body spray and I that's knew, you, all i had i knew you didn't, yeah you just, yeah by yeah. the way sam if you're listening sam hovis let's get him let's <laughs> jesse needs some cologne like just big boy you smell like a 14 year old in the locker room i don't in even wear that by the way i typically so, go no smell okay this leads to my point though jesse brought that to me during the day yep uh, I had it in my backpack on Friday still mm-hmm. when I would go to tables where I was just like, just hanging with people. I knew I was just making a joke. I guess you weren't really there. Mm-mm. And I'd open up my, my Zion backpack. Mm-hmm. So the backpack opens as the case of cards right in there. Yeah. I still had the ax in there or whatever the Old spice, whatever the thing is, I would just as a joke, put it under my arm and just spray it behind me when there were stinky people around. Oh my God. It like literally <laughs> then it was just a thing. Cause I'd open the case. and I'm like, what's that? I was like, Oh, this is axe spray. It's like, what for? I'd wait and like, just like, I was just spraying people down. Jeez. So Chris, I was doing my part to help. That's all I can tell you.
0: To be fair as old spice, I'm not an axe man, okay? I like to think of myself as 16, 16 respect 14. uh 17 and I only experienced one really stinky area. It was the old area and it was only one time. Other than that, it was very good smelling. He he and that he goes on to say the same thing. Adam Dawson says, "Is there a place to track down the price of unopened wax?" Uh, he says, like card ladder, but for boxes, when you talk about new products, you always compare to what other years are selling for now. But there's no context to this product uh, that came out
1: at X and is now Y per box. Sure. So I don't know that there's a specific retail price that, that tracks this. But if you go to card ladder, uh, card ladder, if you go to DealerNet, the B2B website, you have to have a membership, though. Uh, but a lot of people do. They'll show their password. Mm-hmm. It will tell you for products what the allocated price was. You can at least get a feel for that. But it's tough. But he's saying like, hey, what did 2021 PRISM come out for on release day as opposed to 2020? There's no real site that I know of that does that.
0: I may be wrong, but I'm almost positive in-card letter under sales history. It's not a comparative like Because they do have a compare section. But if you go under sales history, you can find that same information as well, where it will show a history of sales. Um,
1: Everything that guy just said. <laughs> uh,
0: next question goes to Mauricio Santillian. He says, what was your favorite car, sports card that you saw at the show? Bonus question. What was the most nonsense thing you saw at the show?
1: Favorite sports card. It might be that Vinatieri card. That thing was pretty awesome. Uh, the one I talked about. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I saw any Brady's like I had never saw Griffey. No birds, by the way. There was not a there were probably some like individual birds. I, I saw a
0: bird Magic Johnson that I I think it was at Nate's table and I tried to get your attention, but you were doing something else so I didn't get a chance to show you. Steck was over there. Um we walked around looking at some non sports stuff, which was really cool. I'm trying to think of nonsense stuff. You know I love that nonsense. There were some really weird old wrestling the nonsense card that you gave to Vernon. That was pretty funny. That was good. You you can share that one. That okay. was funny.
1: Uh, it's a leg. It's just a picture of Jordan's leg as a PSA 10. It's an actual card, though. Yeah. Like, I told I told John, his his producer, I was like, this better be on the set at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'm not begging to be like brought back on the show. I mean, they're big time now. But I want to see that card on the set one day. Just for a second. You don't know, have to bring it up. I'll go in and find it on YouTube. I just want to see it. You know the coolest non-sport card I saw? And it's kind of sport. Apparently, in the early 90s or late 80s, I forget which, Topps sent some cards, and it was of Pre- President George Bush, the father. Um, he played—I don't know if he played pro ball or what, but there's a picture of him. He's, like, leaning back in a dugout in uniform. Oh, really? They sent only, like, 50 to him to actually mm-hmm. autograph, I guess, or something. I don't—I'm not sure of the whole story. Somehow, Burns got this in a collection. The card was autographed and then mailed to, like, Bush's secretary. Like, hey, here's, like, a little memento to you know, something to remember me by. He autographed the back of the card, had the letter that he sent to the woman. That was autographed. He had the whole thing uh, authenticated and everything else. It was pretty wild. And it's like a massive, like it, those don't exist. It, no. When I say massive, like, f- I don't know, 50,000, like it, it's it's a huge, huge piece, but it was just kind of an interesting piece. Like the letter talking about the card, the whole thing. Sure. Stuff like that I always think is kind of neat, like when it has a provenance.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that's right. I saw some really just funny old actual wrestling cards of like wrestlers you'd never heard of like from the 80s or 70s or something. Like The Rock's dad was in there, which was cool, but then you had like this, it was like a grandma. I don't even know what her role in wrestling was, but she was in some weird spandex outfit. It was pretty funny. Uh, You can find some weird stuff. He said no. Sense. uh let's see next question up is Mike lacusta lacusta he says I just made a post uh posing this question, but he wanted to ask us as well what's the most heartwarming and most heartbreaking moments that you have experienced in your collecting journey uh journey or at the let's just base it on the national i don't know about the entire journey at at the national I would say my most heartwarming was Like uh, a dad came over. He gave me a card. I was going to share this. I'll share the rest next week, but I'll share this one. He said, I've been meaning to give you this card for years. He tried to give it to me at another national that we just never ran into each other, but he's been holding on to it. It is this card of uh, Bartolo. Is it colon?
1: Colon? It's Bartolo Colon. Okay. Bartolo Colon.
0: You got it. Take it easy. But the, the name, he's like, it's got it's, your name on it. Yeah, it's the optic nickname set. And on the bottom of it, it just says Big Sexy. And I thought that was awesome. And then he had his entire, like, his three kids come over and his wife. He didn't even want to, he was like, I just want to get a picture of you and the family. I thought that was really cool. That was heartwarming. But there wasn't really anything heartbreaking. No, I don't think so. No. I took a picture of oh, like people good. just like passed out asleep in different corners of the place. That was more funny than anything. That was
1: pretty funny. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you have anything or no?
1: I mean, we did like, it's always cool when people come up, it's like, Hey, here's my 12 year old kid who listens to the show. Yeah. And this is the side hustle they're doing. Hmm. Um, even like Palumbo's kid. I think AJ's 16 oh, though. Yeah. But like that dude is like, he's killing it. Like stuff like that. I see and I'm just like, okay, you get like a young, like young people with like a mind for business and hustle I'm like, good. I, I actually enjoy We did meet a bunch of kids like that, too. So um, I always think that, to me, is the coolest thing. Sean McGinnis,
0: also, I just have to say, like, super nice guy. He's been in, I guess, in Geo Breaks, and now he's in SCN Breaks. Since day been one, in, yeah. uh, He's a moderator and admin on social media for us. Super nice guy. First time I actually got to meet him, and he is, I don't know, he was just very kind, very... Uh, wanting to involve his kids and family in this hobby as well. I just thought it was really cool. His daughter took me for a 100, so I
1: don't <laughs> care for that. <laughs> Which I um, love
0: even more, so there you go.
1: Yeah, we had a good time too. Saturday night, we did the SCN breaks. I say we, Eddie did the whole thing. Eddie and Jeffing put the whole thing together. We all met up for dinner and drinks. And oh, it, yeah, big shout a, out to Jeff. Thank uh, you. I told Eddie next year, we're doing that even bigger. Like, that's something we have to do. It'd be do.
0: fun to do a karaoke like the Fine. Mojo guys did. And
1: maybe we team up with Mo- I don't know, but that uh, that was awesome. We're definitely doing that again. All right. Um, I mean, we've got a few more, but we've been going for a you. while.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's best that we go back to our unspoken hatred of each other. And so Thursday,
1: we'll have the Gary V stuff by then. He confirmed. We'll for sure have it. Well, of that, uh, we may have another opening. So I don't know if we'll just go national the whole time. We won't actually, but we'll have the Gary V thing. I do want to break down specifically the trades that I made, the buys and sells, like exactly what happened. He detailed those trades quickly and then whatever else comes up between now and then. So uh, there you go. Anything Perfect. else? Nope. All All good. Sports cards nonsense. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. See you on Thursday. Goodbye.